All right. We are back today. This is Jake with Radio Underland. What do we have going on? We have Jack Dorsey talking about Elon Musk and Twitter. Um, We have Bill Maher saying he wants to slap the shit out of every kid he sees with a mask, which I may or may not agree with. Uh, We have uh, Joy Reid from MSNBC calling uh, Mr. uh, uh, Governor of Florida, uh, Florida DeSantis. Uh, being a racist because black kids were there at his signing of his new bill, the anti-woke bill. And she says it was indoctrination of these young black children. And it's funny how when he's doing anti-woke, anti-gay bills, and indoctrination is really a key there. She has a problem with it when it's the other way around. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, What do we have? We have uh, Biden's approval rating tanking with younger voters. Surprise, surprise. And uh, men who own cats as children have a higher tendency of being psychotic. I wish I was joking, but I believe this 100%. This is not conspiracy. This is scientific. Anyways, let's kick it off with the first story, which is coming out of Jack Dorsey. You know, if you don't know Jack Dorsey, here, let me kill this music. Give me a second. Uh, we are listening to Kafuni. I, I don't know how to say the name. It's Kafun, Kafuni. It's got the little, uh, you know, the little mark above the e at the end. Anyways, Kafuni, Kafun. Yeah, she had the number one song that was uh, viral, viral. Number one uh, of the top fifty viral songs in America right now. It's Kafuni, Kafun, Kafunye. Is that Kafunye? I'm sure there's some English majors that are listening to this right now, and they're just losing their shit, saying this guy's so freaking stupid. They're probably even, you know, saying stuff like I might be the R word. The R word might be uh, creeping into your vocabulary. Anyways, um, Jack Dorsey, the former owner of Twitter, the, the 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 founder, the guy that made it all. You know, you've heard him on Joe Rogan. You've heard him at all this other kind of stuff. Anyways, he's the former Twitter CEO. And he's calling Musk bid to take the service over as the first step in the right direction. So he supports it. Um, He said in a tweet, he said, uh, Twitter as a company has always been my sole issue and my biggest regret. It has been owned by Wall Street and the ad model taking it back from Wall Street is the correct first step, according to Jack Dorsey. Dorsey went on to say that he... Yeah, I guess I can bring it up for you so you can see. Uh, Jack Dorsey went on to say that he doesn't believe anyone should own or run Twitter. He believes it should be a platform for the people. It wants it it wants to be a public good at a protocol level, not a company, solving for the problem of it being a company problem. Uh however, however, he says if one guy's going to own it, in I quote, he says Elon is the singular solution I trust. I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. Uh, by the look of Jack Dorsey in his little tie-dye shirt here and him talking about the light of consciousness, um, I would assume this is an assumption. This is this is allegedly this is unfounded for you legal freaks out there. Uh, yeah, he's been uh, he's been tripping on the uh, lace doobie, maybe a little ayahuasca or something, uh, chasing that light of consciousness. Who I mean, who still wears tie-dye? I, apparently, Jack Dorsey does. Um, so anyways, uh, the, the question is, is what is, uh, Mr. Elon Musk going to change on Twitter? 
once he gets the reins and, you know, and he takes control of the uh, public square that is known as Twitter. And uh, one of the things that he's saying that he wants to do is he wants to do something different to long form tweets to allow more long form tweets. Uh, he also wants an option to edit tweets. And of course, he wants to get rid of bots and he wants to authenticate people, authenticated people. I can hear the right already. I don't want to give Twitter all my information. Elon Musk doesn't need all my information, uh, but he's really wanting to authenticate people to get rid of this bot problem that they have on Twitter and all these other nonsense. Uh, he also wants to accept Dogecoin for payment on Twitter. So I expect a little bump in uh, Dogecoin price. Uh, maybe it'll make it up to a penny again or wherever it's at. No, it's at like 30 cents, right? I haven't, I haven't messed with Dogecoin in a while. And uh, he wants to uh, remove ads, remove more ads, and he wants to make it open source, uh, basically, the, so you can see the algorithm, so you can investigate it and, and, and become more trustworthy with Twitter. Um, Musk also, also, in a tweet that was removed, but I thought it was kind of hilarious, this was before he actually offered to buy it, so this is right after he was uh, buying the 9% stake. Uh, he tweeted a poll to his tens of millions of Twitter followers that read, Con convert Twitter San Francisco headquarters to homeless shelter uh, since no one shows up anyways. I think he's joking. I don't think he's really going to put a bunch of homeless people in the Twitter headquarters. He might, though. Who knows? He said most people are working from, you know, the thing that I have the, the I'm most concerned about, about this takeover of Twitter by Elon Musk, this purchase, is there's so many people that work for Twitter that are so upset about uh, Elon taking over Twitter that I'm expecting full-blown sabotage on the systems or the framework or whatever you want to call it, the programming of Twitter, uh, to throw a wrench in this before Elon takes a hold. In fact, because of that, Twitter actually implemented a no-change type of a, a, a law right now where they can't change the programming right now. Uh, to kind of curb that um, anarchist, you know, stand up to Elon and uh, screw up the whole thing. But even with that in place, the policy uh, by Twitter right now for them to not mess with the programming, uh, I'm I'm highly I'm I'm highly anticipating that there's going to be some flaws. You know, just like when uh, what was it? When uh, one of the presidents moved into the White House and like all the certain keys were removed from the keyboards. And all that other, you know, just shenanigans. There's people pissed off at Twitter. The left, the left libs, the left liberals, you know, the extremists at Twitter. And they're going to try and uh, throw a wrench in this and try to make it as difficult for Elon as possible. That's just my assumption. It's alleged. I'm not saying that I know anything on the inside. Oh, fuck these legal disclaimers. I swear to God. Um. So anyways, Bill Maher, Bill Maher who was at one time when I was in my younger days, he was a leftist, a leftist, whatever. Uh, but like he said so many times, the left has gone so far out there, then all of a sudden he's a moderate because he has common sense. And he's always had some common sense, some things that we disagree with. But I'll tell you what, he, he's one of the people on the left that he is more moderate. And I, does, I do believe that he speaks for a lot of people in this country that are unrepresented. But Bill Maher says... He wants to punch young people walking alone outside wearing masks. And uh, I kind of have to, I see, you see this all the time. I see, I see kids on bicycles out by themselves out in the wild and they've got a mask on. Um, I don't get it. 
I don't get it at all. I, is it a security blanket? Is that what's going on? Is there something that's mentally happened to these kids? Uh, ugly girls want to keep their mask on. Is that what's going on? If you're fugly, you know, it used to be back in the day. Sunglasses, sunglasses. When I was younger, you could see a girl with some sunglasses on and she looked super, super attractive until she took those sunglasses off. And I'm assuming the mask is doing the same thing. So I, I don't think there's ever been a better time to be alive for ugly people because between mask and the sunglasses, uh, you're left to the imagination. All you got to do is act sexy and you're going to be sexy. Um, yeah, that's, 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 you shouldn't say that, Jake. That's, that's, you know, you, that's too much. Well, it's true. It's true. There's never been a better time for ugly people to be alive. So that, that brings me to the point of you're, if you're a high school boy and you see the one girl and you think she's attractive, but you've never really seen her face in the last two years, two, almost three years, uh, be leery because underneath that mask, it could be a catastrophe. I'm just saying. Are kids really that scared? Are they really that scared that they're still wearing the mask? I guess some are. I guess some are. Kids are so easily indoctrinated with everything. Anyways, another thing that Bill Maher went on to say, which I thought was hilarious, is down here. Let me see. Ba -ba 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 -ba. There is a tweet, a tweeter, a tweeter on the twatter. Oh, this is one of my favorites right here. Right here. Bill Maher on vaccinated people wearing mask. He said, do you keep the condom on after you F-U-C-K? Yeah, that's the that's the new me. That's the new me. Not saying that F-U-C-K word. It's hilarious, though. The whole vaccinated people. Condom after you fuck. Oops, I slipped. I reverted back to my old ways. Uh, anyways, so that's going on. Bill Maher uh, socking it to the people. I don't understand. I don't understand why kids are still wearing the mask, but the, some kids are. More power to them. Uh, but this is interesting. This one right here. Let me pull this up. So Joey Reed. I don't know much about Joey Reed. Apparently, she hosts a show on MSNBC. Um, anyways, she was continuing her attacks on uh, DeSantis. NB MSNBC host Joey Reed continued her attacks on Governor DeSantis over the weekend, this time because of a photo from an event. On Friday, the readout host, I've never seen this show, but the readout host retweeted a tweet from Florida State Senator Chevron Jones attacking DeSantis for black children being photographed during the signing of an anti-critical race theory bill. DeSantis signed the Stop Woke bill into law while Jones referred to it as indoctrination. Reed claimed it was tantamount to child abuse. Huh. So if a kid is holding up a sign at a signing that's something you don't agree with, you equate that to child abuse. Well, what if the kid agrees with it? But the, the funny thing here, the funny thing here, is that she's upset that this act of having a couple black kids holding up some signs or being at the sign of the uh, anti-woke bill, stop-woke bill, that DeSantis was signing into law, and I don't know much about the stop woke bill. I'm assuming it's critical race theory or something like that. The fact that she believes that these young children are so impressionable, just that the mere fact of them being there at the signing is child abuse is very interesting to me because if that's child abuse, if the child being there is child abuse, then what about all this other stuff that DeSantis has been trying to stop? 
the subtle indoctrination of, of children on the LGBTQIA plus transgender, whatever nonsense in the classroom. So they're not impressionable when it comes to that, but they're impressionable if they're at a stop woke bill signing. Isn't that ironic? Because I believe kids are impressionable. I believe they are very impressionable. You know, see, the thing is, is brainwashing children is so easy because they're dumb. You know, they're dumb. They, they, they don't they don't have opinions. Of it. Here's my thing. Here's my thing about the, the critical race theory, the transgender LGBTQIA plus indoctrination in the classroom. You have teachers like this. First off, let's look. Let's look at this because this is a teacher that has a slideshow for his classroom talking about his new pronouns as MX Beeman, Mix Beeman. Okay. Now, this guy, the problem that we're going to have with this is it's all audio. But if you're watching here, let me remind this. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see this. You can find us Radio Under, Underland at YouTube, whatever. YouTube slash Radio Underland. So here's this teacher. I honestly can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. Uh, I believe from this picture, um, there's a rule of thumb regarding Adam's apples, and I believe this is a male, but I'm not sure. It could be a militant female with strong throat muscles. I'm not sure. But the first slide of this says conservatives. He's quoting conservatives. Stop brainwashing our children in the classroom with your LGBT agenda. Okay, I'm going to hit play here. And he smirks at the camera. She, they, it, mix. Well, I don't know. Okay, so Miss Beeman. So that was a female. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Maybe she had a... Uh, well, just because it says Miss Beeman here, it just because it says Miss Beeman doesn't mean that it wasn't a guy pretending or, or, or identifying as a female. Anyways, here's a slideshow he presented to the class. The first slide says Miss Beeman is now MX Beeman, Mix Beeman. Okay. And it says here, you know me as Miss Beeman and I'm still your teacher, but now I go by Mix Beeman. It sounds like Mix Beeman. Okay. All right. Why this is important to the classroom, I have no idea. Mix Beeman and he, they, that's the pronouns. In class, instead of going by Miss Beeman, now you will say Mix Beeman. And instead of saying she, you can say they or he when talking about me. Okay. Here we go. I am transgender and non-binary. I was born in the wrong body. Now that's up for debate. I was born in the wrong body. Even though I was born a girl, I feel more like a boy on the inside, but don't fully feel like either. I know it's taking a while as I'm reading through all these. I am still the same me. It will take time and practice to remember to say mix Beeman, but we will work through this together. Now, here we go. Here's the subtle indoctrination in the classroom. Here's the next slide. What is transgender? Some people are born in the wrong body. Their body might not match what they feel on the inside. This is called transgender. Okay, I've got a lot to say about this. I got a lot about to say about this. But I'm going to get to I'm going to finish the slideshow then we'll get to it. What is non-binary? Some people don't feel like a boy or a girl. 
They may, they may feel like both or neither. Non-binary people sometimes go by mix. Mr. is usually for men and miss or miss is usually for women. Non-binary people do not feel like men or women, so they go by MX. That is why I'm going by Mix Beeman and not Mr. Beeman. Okay, so, so, so this teacher, Mix Beeman, I will respect they, he, he, they, the, 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 right? It is so confusing, but I believe it's he, they. I, I will respect his uh, uh, request for pronouns and call him Mix. So Mix Master Beeman here decided that this little slideshow was appropriate for the classroom. And there's a lot of issues that I have with that. The, the problem, the, I think the thing that I have with that, it's not transgender, it's not gay. It's, it doesn't say what grade he was teaching, right? But we're dealing with children and we're dealing with uh, uh, fundamentals, fundamentals, right? Like such as this, right? How many fingers does a person have? Five. That's normal. Normal is five. How many toes does a person have? Five. But oh wait, but but wait, but wait, that's not accurate because there's people born with six. There's people born born with four fingers, maybe two fingers, a, de a deform, a defor deformation, an abnormality, abnormality. But it's not par for the course. And the problem is, is when you start teaching things that are abnormal, they're not normal. Okay. A guy being born or a female born in uh, uh, this guy born into a female body because it's confusing. I have to keep track of this. That's not normal. That's an abnormality. Abnormal. Uh, abnormal. It's not right. Okay. It's not par for the course. I'm not saying it's not right, but it's not normal. And so what they're not doing is they're going to say, okay, well, some people are born into the wrong body. Well, what's the percentage of that? It is so small. It is so small, but they don't get into the, what percentage of people are like that, right? They just say, this is another option. And in a kid's brain, they don't realize that it's less than 1%. They, they see it as, oh, that is, that's normal. When you're teaching it to a kid in a fundamental setting, such as the classroom, you're teaching it as normality. When it's not, it's abnormal. And you're going to have a problem when you go in with kids and teach these abnorm abnormalities as normal. I don't know why I can't say that word today, but I'm, you know, whatever. We're going to, we're going to get through this. Um, you can't take the small amount of irregularities, right? You can't take that small percentage and impose it on children that can't discern the difference. Kids don't know that a very small number of people are born in the wrong body. And even that is debatable. Okay. You know, it's more psychological than probably anything. Some people are born blind, but we don't teach kids that blindness is a normalcy of birth. It's an abnormality. Some kids are born deaf, but it's not the normal. So what I'm saying here is when you try to take these other things like transsexualism, gender identity, and like all this kind of stuff and impose it on the kids, they're imposing it as it is normal and it is not. I'm sorry. Statistically, it's not. You can't argue with the, with the, with the math. Okay. Very small percentage of people identify as transgender. Okay. 
And a lot of people at this age in elementary school that do identify as transgender go on to leave normal lives after the fact. And they revert back to their birth uh, gender or birth gender identity as they were born. You know, they revert back to it. So this type of indoctrination, that's why I have a problem with it. You can't teach something that is abnormal and pass it off as normal, especially in these fundamental years in grade school, all this other kind of stuff. It's just not right. But I'm the weirdo. I'm the weirdo. You know, you know, you know, Peterson was the name, uh, whatever. Peterson, the big guy from Canada. Uh, um, he says, and I agree with this 100% that there, you have to draw a line in the sand um, because you will get pushed. I'm talking about theologically uh, accept, accepted uh, wokeness, all that kind of stuff. You get pushed a little bit, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little. And you sit back and you go, oh, this isn't worth fighting over, right? So you don't fight it. And then they push the boundaries a little bit more and tell you there's a little bit of resistance and they, then they pull back. Then they push the boundaries a little bit more until there's resistance. They pull back. Next thing you know, you look back 10 years down the road and you're like, how did we get from here to here? Well, it was these little micro steps, these little micro aggressions, these little micro um, movements to, to, to bring on this agenda. So you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere and you have to say, no, it stops here. It stops here because if you don't, and you look like an asshole, you look like an asshole. Well, you're just not welcoming of other uh, uh, genders and all this other kind of stuff. You don't want this taught in the school. You're, you're anti LGBTQ AI plus. No, I'm not. I'm not, but I have to draw the line in the sand and say that this is not the time, the place to be teaching this to children with a very impressionable minds. Okay. That's all there is to it. All right, this end right here. Here's the headline. Biden's approval rating drops further with young Americans in new poll. Uh, you know, it's a crazy. How can he possibly fall when he was the most voted for president of all time? Just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no kidding. It doesn't make sense. Um, CNN, the, uh, the fluffer of the Biden administration apparently is uh, turning a little bit because they're reporting this story that just. 41% of young Americans approve of President Joe Biden's job performance, according to a new Harvard Institute of Politics poll of adults ages 18 to 29. This was released on Monday. That's down from 46% in the fall of 2021 and a 59% majority last spring, a trend also seen in other recent surveys. By comparison, according to past Harvard IOP polling, only 25% of young Americans approved of then-President Donald Trump heading into 2018 midterm cycle. 12 years ago, however, 56% approved of then-President Barack Obama ahead of the first midterm cycle of his presidency when Democrats went on to lose the House in 2010. Young adults give Biden better ratings for his handling of the coronavirus at 52%. And the way he's addressed the situation in the U Ukraine, 46% approve. Then they do for his handling of the economy, which only 34% approve of. That's a similar pattern to how the full American public views Biden handling of the issues. A 69% majority of young voters who backed Biden in 2020 election still approve of his job performance. Those young Biden voters who've soured on the president differ from those who still approve of his performance in a number of ways. The survey, the survey says, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Even uh, young college age kids are seeing that uh, Biden is a joke. 
and they are they are they are they are <laughs> at the polls when they're being polled uh saying that they do not approve which that's just a shocker it's just a shocker to me he's he's losing i mean the the, the college age kids 18 to 29 i mean those are the most indoctrinated uh radical leftists out there you think that they'd really be sucking on biden but apparently they're not he's falling from grace even from the well mentally manipulated college age group uh this is interesting and i want to buy this 100 because this is from a very reputable uh uh website ifls which uh it's a science website right and it says men who own cats as kids may have higher psychosis risk i know we're gonna get into a bunch of science detail but growing up in the same household as a pet cat may enhance the risk of experiencing a, a psych psychotic episode later in life but only for men According to a new study, this increased likelihood of mental illness could be caused by a common parasite called Toxoplasmosis gondii, which can be transmitted to humans who come into contact with cat poop. The link between, between T. gondii and psychosis has been hotly debated for decades, with some studies suggesting a higher prevalence of schizophrenia among those infected with the parasite. While others have failed to identify any such link, sometimes present in uncooked meat or contaminated drinking water, the nasty little protozan can infect all warm-blooded animals and is very prevalent among humans. So, that being said, if you had a cat when you're a kid, so so ladies, if you're if you're out there and you're dating a guy, uh first question to ask is, do you have cats? Did you have cats when you were a child? Because you don't need any psycho moron flipping out schizophrenic a-hole because he had cats as a child. You know, I think back at it, I did have one cat. I don't remember being close to that cat. I, I for sure remember not eating its poop. So I, hopefully I'm in the clear. But I did have a cat. This could explain a lot. Uh, other than that, uh, let's see. What else do we have? You know, you know, I've been seeing a lot of that I wanted to talk on a little bit is... Um, I keep seeing multiple articles uh, about Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt, and him being called on uh, with multiple people complaining to take him out of the uh, Marvel Universe as, you know, Star-Lord or whatever the hell he is. Um, I guess what's going on is he attended a church, or he attends a church, or he's affiliated with a church, and that church... Uh, apparently has old documentation or something out there where they believe in at one time, at least they believed in, um, uh, you know, what was that where you take a gay person and you send them to gay church camp and you, 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 you Christ straighten them, Christ straighten the gay per I forget what it's called, you know, but, but, but the church believed in that. And so they're saying because Pratt is affiliated with that church. He needs to be removed for, from the uh, Marvel Universe or Star-Lord or whatever universe he's in. You know I don't pay attention to that shit. But uh, who's coming to his defense is James Gunn, the director. Uh, he took to Twitter to share his support for Guardians of the Galaxy star Chris Pratt after fans called for Pratt to be recast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. See, I was right. Marvel. Who would have known? Um, that was on Saturday, April 23rd. Uh, a fan tweeted for Marvel to replace Pratt with Aquaman star Patrick Wilson after rumors resurfaced regarding Pratt's affiliation with a church that promoted homophobic views 
and conversion therapy. That's the word I was looking for, conversion therapy. The post went viral on Twitter, gaining over 180,000 likes and over 12,000 retweets. Uh, on Monday, April 25th, Gunn called these beliefs made up and utterly false while saying that Pratt would never be replaced as the Star-Lord in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, so James Gunn's defending Chris Pratt after Marvel fans have uh, they've done a petition. I don't have the stats on the petition, but they actually did a petition to remove Chris Pratt as the Star-Lord. And uh, let me see. Let me see if I can pull up this article. What do we got here? I, I had like four of them in here all about Chris Pratt as my internet creeps by slowly in the pod trailer where I'm podcasting from. And it's still loading. I guess I need a game. Maybe I need loading music to play on the show as I wait for web pages to load. Well, whatever. That is not loading for whatever reason. So I'm going to go ahead and move on. The, the frustrations of doing a show by yourself. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. Anyways, Chris Pratt, uh, another movie that Chris Pratt is in, which is the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, apparently, he's the voice of one of the characters. That's being put on hold, but it's not over this whole recall, uh, woke movement, cancellation of Chris Pratt because of conversion therapy. Uh, what that's based on is the Super Mario director said that they're just because of COVID, they're going to delay it. But that movie is also on delay. Um, other than that, what do we have? We have Fauci. Fauci says that the CDC shouldn't be under any judicial uh, 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 oversight. Uh, which he wants to be way, 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 way above the law. Uh, so let's pull this up. Let's get a little audio of Fauci. Let's hear exactly what he had to say. Hold on, let me get my volume up over here. Let me make it bigger for you guys that are on YouTube. Here we go. Here's Fauci. Surprised and disappointed because those types of things really are the purview of the CDC. This is a public health issue. He really does look like a fucking hobbit, man. This, is, this guy has Lord of the Rings written all over him. He looks like Gollum. He looks like Gollum. Not even a hobby. He looks like Gollum, like my precious. The COVID-19 is his precious. And for a court to come in, and if you look at the, the rationale for that, it really is not particularly firm. And we are concerned about that, about courts getting involved in things that are unequivocally public health decisions. I mean, this is a CDC issue. It should not, should not have been a court issue. So we're hoping... Well, Fauci, maybe you should go to another country that, that doesn't have a democracy. You know, that doesn't have a bill of rights. Maybe you should go somewhere like Russia or China where you can be a little dictator and, uh, you know, throw your little weight around and seek after your Lord of the Rings Gollum COVID ring and, and without un unabated, un unobtrused, you know, un un unfettered. But you're in America, dumbass. That the inevitable increase in cases which we're seeing are not going to be associated with an increase in hospitalizations. So all of these dynamic things going on at the same time, it was perfectly logical for the CDC to say, wait a minute, we were planning on ending this mandate on a certain date. Let's wait a period of time until May 3rd, which was a very sound public health decision. So for a court to come in and interfere in that is really unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it's against public health principles, number one, and number two, is because that's no place for the courts to do that. This is a CDC decision, and that's very bad precedent when you have courts making a decision and looking at what the basis of the decision was that was not sound. Boom. Boom. Fauci really perturbed that he can't get his way. But you know what? Uh, I've said this from the get-go. I'm of the Rocky Four persuasion. 
uh, and, and Ivan Drago uh, regarding COVID-19. If they die, they die. Let people make their own choices, right? Just, 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 let's just call it. Let's let them do their own thing. If they want to die, let them die. And I mean, oh, but you, you know, if he doesn't wear a mask and I'm wearing a mask and then he infects, then, then the masks aren't effective to begin with. If you're concerned about somebody else not wearing a mask around your mask face and catching up because they're not, then the masks really aren't that effective, are they? Oh, yeah, but it causes, if he sneezes or something, it keeps it in his, in his wet mask and then he has to breathe his own snot and that helps me not breathe. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. If you're that paranoid, just stay home. How about that? Stay home. Stay in a bubble. Bubble boy. I'm, I'm just so over it. I'm so over it. Okay. Other than that, what do we have? Um, oh, yeah. This was interesting. So this mom, this mom, she called in a bomb threat to a school after son refused more food at Florida High School. Yeah. Let's see what's going on here. So Coca, Florida, a Florida woman has been arrested months after she threatened to blow up her son's high school unless cafeteria workers gave him more food. That's a little extreme, but let's proceed. According to police, February 3rd bomb threat was left on a voicemail. Okay. Okay. All right, kids, trolls, people that do stupid shit on the regular. Uh, if you're going to do a bomb threat, which I don't recommend anybody does a bomb threat, but if you're going to do something shady. Don't leave a voicemail, you dumb fucks. But anyways, dumb people. Uh, that This goes along with my theory that only dumb criminals get caught, you know, in this situation. And this is a, a dumb person doing dumb shit. She should be caught. She shouldn't be calling him bomb threats. That's for sure. But thank God. Thank God. She had the men mental capacity of dumbness to leave it on a voicemail so they could actually catch her ass. Thank the Lord for dumbass criminals. Anyways. According to the police, February 3rd, bomb threat was left on a voicemail at Coco, Cocoa, Cocoa High School by 41-year-old Anaya Smith, who was arrested on Wednesday and charged with making a false bomb threat and disruption of a school. An arrest report states that Smith did not leave her name on the voicemail, but the school's caller ID, foiled Batman, foiled by caller ID, uh, recorded her number after listening to the voicemail staff members at the school contacted Kakoa police. The school was evacuated, but no weapons or explosive devices were found. Uh, you know, the, the heartwarming part of this is the mother that stands up for her son. That's not getting enough food at the cafeteria props to her for looking out for her child. Uh, maybe you should have made him a fucking lunch. You hoe bag. Anyways, this is Jake with radio underland. This has been a day uh, whirlwind through the news. Uh, if, if you, if you, if you enjoy the show, like comment, comment on whatever podcasting app you listen to, just leave a comment. That's the best thing you can do to help promote the show. Uh, like comment, share mainly comment. Other than that, this has been Jake with radio underland, and I will talk to you later.